This is the Empowered Spirituality Podcast, the podcast about inclusive spirituality. Empowered Spirituality is all about connecting and aligning to your own higher self. All religions, spiritual practices and beliefs, sexual orientations, gender identities and expressions are welcomed and celebrated here. I am your host, Samantha Nagel, owner of and coach at Empowered Spirituality, LLC. Every Wednesday, I will share a guided meditation practice, and every Thursday, I will share inspirational teachings or interviews with people with different spiritual practices, beliefs, and opinions. Come every week with an open mind, taking what you like and leaving the rest. Welcome to Empowered Spirituality. Hello and welcome to an episode of Empowered Spirituality. Here's another little bonus episode from me, Samantha Nagel, host of Empowered Spirituality, on a very special day for me in the Northern Hemisphere, which is the fall equinox. Some call it Maybon. Um... It's a really uh, exciting day in my eyes. Everyone who does celebrate the kind of wheel of the year um, may find a different calling or a different interest in different holidays or different times of the year. Uh, but one of my absolute favorites is autumn. So today is an equinox day, no matter where you are, but here in the Northern Hemisphere, we're entering the season of autumn. Uh, we're getting ready to go into winter. And this is one of my most favorite seasons. I think it's a lot of people's favorite seasons, especially where I'm at now in New Mexico. It's very hot in the summer. Um, and so the fall equinox is also just... A promise that the days are going to get a little bit cooler, which they already are, which is, oh, oh my goodness, I'm so happy. Um, I also, my in Ayurveda, my dosha is mostly pitta, which is a very fiery um, one, so I already have a lot of fire, <laughs> and so I get very overheated with the summer when it's really, really hot, so starting to feel a little more energized, which is kind of interesting because some people really come alive during summer. I tend to come alive more and feel more social during fall and winter, which is pretty interesting. Um, so I feel very excited. I'm also, I just passed ovulation, so I'm still in my inner summer, but I'm, I tend to enter my luteal phase or my fall phase, uh, my summer is shorter and my fall is, is longer and sometimes more challenging. <laughs> um, I laugh. <laughs> um, uh, so it's interesting that like kind of my internal world is starting to mimic the external world, which is pretty cool. Um, so I thought I would just hop on and give a little, some thoughts, a message, um, some information, some guidance, some empowerment, etc., etc., on the fall equinox. If you would like um, a guided meditation to kind of go along with this or to inspire you, um, you can head over to my Instagram at empowered.spirituality. I did an Instagram live that's now saved on Instagram TV, I guess. Um, that's a weird thing that they call it, isn't it? But anyways, um, it's there. It's about grounding, releasing energy that no longer serves, 
uh, and re-energizing ourselves with energy that does serve. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of what today's all about is is releasing kind of what no longer serves us as we dive into this next kind of darker part of the year. And also kind of what does serve, like what kind of intention do we want to go into this next part of the year thinking about? Um, but first, I think looking back on this year and and maybe even the lighter parts of the year. So since spring, what have we done? What What have we manifested? What have we overcome? What have we been working on? Where have we come? Where have we come from? And for me, I see lots of things. Um, I started a new job. I left a job that was no longer aligned with me. I started one that I love. I started this. I started a podcast. I started a business. Um, I started a community, and that's really exciting. I So that's all external things. Um, I found comfort and safety in a way that is more deep than ever before. I'm connected to a circle of women that I've never had in that way before. I've connected with the people that have already been in my life on a deeper level. I'm more forgiving, more open. I had that huge perspective shift that I shared, what, two weeks ago on here? Um, And it stuck with me as well. My spiritual connection has deepened my connection with others. I feel so passionate about the work I'm doing. I published a book. <laughs> I always forget about that one. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a huge deal. A <laughs> uh, poetry book, which is available on Amazon, even though Amazon's the worst. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah, that's been like a very fruitful year. And then also I've delved into anxiety and depression in a whole new way. Started coming uh, to terms with my cycle started tracking my cycle, started having a cycle. That's very cool, been a very cool journey for me, which I've shared a little bit about and will continue to share. Uh, I actually just did an Instagram post about it. So if you want to check out the four phases and some more details, check that out. But yeah, I think today is a day of reflection and celebration. It's really hard to think of those things right like it's kind of hard to celebrate ourselves and to hold space for ourselves in that way we all have a hard time with it I have a hard time with it you likely have a hard time with it and that's because of the system that we grew up in right so we were taught to always go 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 um in my I don't think I've ever mentioned it on here I have a health coaching program so not just one-on-one but it's a group 12-week program. Right now we're on week three. And we've been talking about internalized capitalism this week. Last week it was internalized consumerism. Today, we this week we talked a little bit about internalized capitalism. So part of the goal this week has been to truly rest and to notice where we want to just go, go from one thing to another. And even internally what that looks like going from one feeling to the other, 
right? So it's easy to be like, oh yeah, cool, I did do a lot of stuff. Anyways, I want to do this, 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 and this. But no, 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 no. We don't have to jump from one feeling to the next. We don't have to rush our feelings, rush our thoughts. We can really stay grounded in whatever feelings are truly present at the time, whether that's a quote-unquote positive one like celebration, feeling excited and proud of ourselves, or if it's kind of like a quote-unquote negative emotion like grief, anxiety, any kind of general discomfort, we can stay there. We don't have to jump around and go into a good feeling state. We can stay in in all the feelings. Why I say quote-unquote good, quote-unquote bad is because when we start to... I'm saying that because that's how we understand it. So I'm, I'm saying that to convey a message. But I don't... Let's stop labeling feelings as good or bad. Right? Because when we label a feeling as bad we're kind of less apt to focus on that and, and let ourselves be there. And we're also kind of shaming ourselves as well. And that's where, you know, I talk about this kind of a lot. Kind of, I believe in the law of attraction. I do. Um, so I'm not, like, dismissing that at all. I totally believe in it and practice it and investigate that. Um But when people teach it, I think people can teach it before they really know it and are really rooted in it. Uh, And language matters a lot, which is about the law of attraction, really. But um, language matters so much. So if you're saying like good vibes only, uh, stay in good feeling thoughts, stay in good feeling emotions, focus on positive. We're really labeling certain things as good and acceptable and other things as bad and unacceptable, right? Because we all often think, if I focus on negative things, I'm attracting negative things. And that's not really what I want to talk about today, but I want to make that super, super clear, uh, especially because this is a spiritual audience, usually, like self-help spiritual audience. So I'm, I am like 90% sure you've heard this rhetoric before. And it can be really harmful when it's not taken in the right way or if it's not taught in the right way. Um, So yeah, just know that today is about balance of light and dark, which means making room for the shadow work, the uncomfortable feelings, the darkness, while also making room for like that celebration, that happiness, that peace and that contentment um, contentness? No? What? (laughs) I don't know words. Um, and so we can also have that balance as we hold things in our heart that we can give ourselves permission to have those dark, negative, whatever thoughts and feelings and not freak out that we're going to start attracting more negativity into our life. That would be kind of along the lines of spiritual bypassing, toxic positivity. Because we were here, if we were here to just experience love and light and happiness and awesomeness, um, then, you know, why would we come here? (laughs) Right? We would have stayed wherever we were, 
So we were here to experience a full range of human emotions. So if today you're having a full range of human emotions, I just want to say that that's okay. That's okay. And that's actually wonderful and beautiful. It's beautiful to experience the full range that makes you human. You're doing what you were sent here to do, to experience all things. Of course, sitting in those really uncomfortable feelings and and letting them be an identity, maybe not super healthy, maybe not. If you're really rooted in a victim mindset, maybe that's not so good, maybe that's not so healthy. Um, But having a balance can be so helpful. And that's what today's about. We're, We're physically in balance. Um, the day is as long as the night. There is as much lightness as there is darkness. And we can take that literally, or we can take that as a metaphor. We can take that as internally. There is just as much light as there is dark. We can look at the yin-yang symbol and see that there's just as much light as there is dark. We can think about the phrase, as above, so below, right? You can only go as high as you can based on how low you've gone. So how much, how much have you gone in deep inside, deep in your shadows? That's how far you can go up. So really allowing space for both the light and the dark today is going to be really helpful. I think for myself, fall is really a prime perfect example of this so fall is my favorite season favorite 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 and also it was the time where most of my traumas happened and the body remembers right a great episode with stephanie you should listen to if you want to know more about the body and somatic healing somatic experiencing but the body remembers you know, and, and there are cues starting to visually remind me of what happened when I went through that really physically, sexually traumatic experience. I'm visually reminded of my trauma. Sense, like it, it smells, it, it looks, it feels just like that time period. And so every year it's challenging. Every year it comes up every year and I was like thinking it would come up a little later (laughs) uh and not on day one but day one of fall I'm ecstatic I'm happy I'm like just so like living into this moment living into this expression of the year and also like boom I'm hit with a flashback I'm hit with anxiety and I just felt like man really like day one we're gonna start day one And I was feeling bummed. (laughs) Be honest, I was not happy. Um, But then I, the more I reflected, I was like, yeah, well, it's what today's all about, isn't it? (laughs) Today's all about balance. Today's all about holding two things, two plus things and knowing they're true at the same time. I can love this season and it can be a super painful season. Like I don't have to love every minute of it. And I'm not saying you have to like, love every second of your pain because that's also getting into toxic positivity too right um but yeah it's just it's possible to to hold both of those inside of ourselves and maybe this is not coming up for you 
right? Maybe today doesn't feel like the light and the dark are super present with you. But it's pretty common, right? A lot of times I see things that I'm going through, friends are going through, clients are going through, family members are going through. Sometimes my therapist's clients will also be going through. (laughs) So it's like, I know for a fact that a lot of us go through things as a collective, that we move through similar lessons, similar undertakings and releasings all at the same time. So I'm pretty sure that if I'm going through the struggle of holding internal light and dark, you may be as well. And if you're not, like maybe save this affirmation for later, knowing that it's going to be okay if you ever go through a period of light, go through a period of dark, and then it's possible to hold both at the same time. Not only is it possible, but it's super special. It's healing. It, it helps us expand. It helps us sit with our discomfort and not judge that discomfort, not judge ourselves for being uncomfortable, for being comfortable with the uncomfortable as much as we can. Such a special lesson to learn. So yeah, I hope, lastly, I hope you release on this beautiful day. So you've thought about the awesome stuff that you've done this year, the great things that you've done this year, the things you've overcome, the things that you've realized, knowing that today might be kind of a mixed bag for you, but then also taking this as an opportunity to release. What is it, What are you still carrying that it's about time to let go? Maybe you don't want to take with you into this new chapter of your life, into this new season, into this new year. What are you maybe ready to leave behind, to outgrow? You're not really using it anymore. It's not really serving you. What can you let go of? I know that, wow, this month has been, my goodness, every time I I talk to my therapist once a week, and every week I have like a month's worth of stuff to talk about that's happened in the last seven days, sometimes less. (laughs) Um, And that feels crazy. It feels super overwhelming. Um, Maybe you're all going through that big transformational time as well. And I'm actually going to share a little bit about what mine is because I think I'm like not transitioning super gracefully into this story, but it's something I've been thinking about and meditating on and really want to share. So, so (laughs) um, I'm writing a book right now. This is like huge. This will make sense. Uh, and it's about the wild that's found in every woman, whether it's super present or it's hidden and hasn't come out quite yet. This was very inspired by the book Women Who Run With Wolves, um, an amazing book given to me by my best friend, who is coming out on an episode tomorrow. So stay tuned for that, or if you're listening to this after it comes out, go listen. I love her. Um, but she gave me that book. And I'm not done with it. It's a very, very slow read because it's super heavy, super dense. I read like three pages and I'm like, I have to think about that. (laughs) So I don't know all the things. Um, But it really lit a flame in getting in touch with my wild self. And so 
I started writing the book, and the book is about different women, not just me, but I started with my story, and I wrote about how I was wild as a little girl. I was like crazy and wild and loved to explore and experience and really imaginative, very spiritual, um, very creative. And then that part of me got tucked away a little bit. And Glennon Doyle writes about this so beautifully in Untamed, which I've mentioned a couple times before. I absolutely love her. Untamed was one of her best books, though. And she talks about how she's remarried to a woman. Um, and this was right before she got married. And she was talking to her parents, or her her now wife was talking to her parents, I don't remember. And they're talking about marriage. And they like her parents were like, eh, you know. At first, not super sold on the fact that their Christian daughter was now marrying a woman. Um, but they said, I haven't seen Glennon light up like this. Or I haven't seen that fire in her eyes since she was 10 years old. And I don't know how old she was in the book, 40s, 50s. But that's a long time for that light to go out. Which is why I'm also very, very appreciative that my light is coming back uh, in my 20s. Um, and hopefully it'll just get brighter and brighter. <laughs> um, but that's kind of when the spark was lit and it really turned up, cranked up the heat when I was looking at my doshas in Ayurveda. So I knew that my physical one was Pitta and Kapha, more Pitta than Kapha. Um, and there's a great episode with Taryn and she's actually someone I'm working with, uh, absolutely love her go back to uh, april question mark around that time around the more closer to the beginning than now uh, if you want to listen to that um but so sahara rose does uh mind uh, doshas as well so i was listening to her book discover your dharma on the treadmill because that's what i work out to <laughs> um tell me you love self-help <laughs> um but i was thinking so I thought I was a kapha, like very down to earth, mellow, kind of what like women are kind of taught to be, right? Kind of mellow, down to earth, chill. Um, in the Just Break Up podcast, they always say like, you don't have to be chill. Like that's something that people made up about us. You don't have to be chill. So that I had that quote in mind as I was unraveling this, but I realized I'm not chill. <laughs> I'm, I can be down to earth, but I'm fiery. I'm passionate. I have my opinions. <laughs> I feel very passionately about lots of different things, and that's okay. Uh, and, you know, you have to have, like, a fiery energy to write a book, to have a podcast, to have a business. Like, there has to be a sort of fire. And I've just recently begun to embrace that I'm just a fiery person. <laughs> I don't have to be chill all the time. And that has been so freeing. And slowly and slowly, I've also noticed that my people-pleaser tendencies are starting to die out as well. Now, I still am 100% lean towards people-pleasing, but it's not like my go-to thing, and I don't stay in that space for very long. Like, I don't want someone to be mad at me. I want to make sure everyone's content and happy, but I'm not so attached to that. It's not really my identity anymore. And that has been, oh my gosh, the biggest struggle, I think, of my life is that 
constant anxiety, that constant need for approval and for everyone else to be comfortable. And that's finally starting to flicker out. And I absolutely believe that that is because I'm coming back into contact with my wild nature. And it's so exciting. So, so exciting. Um, It's been a very long journey and I'm sure it will be a very long journey as I continue it. Kind of another level, I've always identified, so not always, I haven't known about this for always, <laughs> so I don't need to use such an extreme word, uh, but in May, so I was kind of interested in goddesses when I was a child. Um, a lot of the things that I'm finding I'm connected with now are what I was really passionate about as a young girl, so that's been really, really exciting too, really connecting with her and being like, you're a little badass and you have so much to teach me, you were right all along you are the teacher now. So I used to think that my inner child, and I still do, right? My inner child was only an entity that needed to be comforted, satiated, held, nourished, and but pitied. And I still need to comfort her. She still has a lot of anxieties <laughs> that come up, absolutely. Um, but she also can be my teacher too. Like I can surrender over to my inner child at times and she can teach me a lot. I'm not like she can be my guide as well. Um, so that's been super healing. Um, and so she was super interested in the goddesses. Um, and so I've been like thinking about that since kind of maybe a year ago. And then in May, I took a free webinar with, uh, Ellen Gilbert. It was called Unleash Your Inner Goddess. It was really amazing. Um, and it was based off the book, goddesses and every woman woman uh and she kind of adapted the training based off that and so that got me thinking and i super resonated with persephone who you may know the story about her i won't go into it but she kind of was a people pleaser um she like eventually came to her power became kind of the wounded healer archetype which i was relating to a bit more um so yeah once I heard that, I realized I've always kind of identified with that kind of archetype, kind of people pleasy, and then like using your victimhood into like an empowering place for other people. And I was like, yeah, totally, that's me. But recently, I haven't super identified with that. And so the call to work with goddesses kind of came up a few months ago, even stronger. So I've been working with, let's see, Saima Karal's book, I think how you say her name is goddesses goddess reclaimed she has goddesses from all different cultures and traditions which is very cool i'm only on the second chapter uh, but so far i'm really really loving it and i also started goddesses and every woman which is what ellen's training was based off of um and i realized as i was reading the overview of all the goddesses that i super resonate with artemis and hestia um hestia is like um, of the home, like, not like, um, not like, like housework, more like, like home goddess, like comfort goddess, um, like picture a fireplace, maybe, um, cozy, introspective, very wintry, uh, and very witchy is what I think of when I think of Hestia, very wise. Um, and then Artemis is young, um, she's she's the one with the bow and arrow which um there's a beautiful photo of my grandmother who i'm super connected with as you may know i think she's my 
she's like my girl. <laughs> she's with me a lot. Um, there's a beautiful photo of her in her like thirties, maybe. Uh, she's a beautiful woman and she's holding a bow and arrow and the caption written on the photo says archer question mark. And I always just thought she's my Artemis. Um, and she's also the goddess of the moon, which is, you know, y'all know I love the moon. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, recently I've been feeling really connected to her. And so these are quote unquote virgin goddesses whole onto themselves. Um, and one of the kind of issues or not issues, but like shadow sides of these goddesses, both of them are that, um, they like have a hard time with intimacy or kind of letting people in, letting their guards down. And I've always thought that I'm very good at being vulnerable, but I realized I'm, I'm just more vulnerable than other people, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm still not being my full depth of vulnerability. There's like, if I have a well, like the whole well, whole glass of water is all my vulnerability. I'm only like giving you, giving people like the first quarter that's, but maybe that first quarter seems pretty vulnerable to others. So it's taken, like I can get away with being seen as a very vulnerable person, but I'm not and right now I'm being pretty vulnerable. <laughs> I'm giving you the whole glass of water. Um, <laughs> um, but I realize I'm, it's like I'm hold, I'm withholding a lot. Um, so I've been realizing as I come into this more independent, more fiery person who's not super anxious, there's a new wound under that one, which is being pretty avoidant and closed off, which is like not how I would initially perceive myself because of those things. Um, yeah, so working on that. Um, <laughs> but just really interesting. This, sorry, I dropped my microphone. Um, realizing this new layer of myself, this new wild part of myself. So after I've untamed some of that, as Glennon would say, I have some soothing to do. There's like a new anxiety that's very avoidant. Uh, I think that's super interesting that it's okay to ask for help okay to not be protective so I think that's very interesting um, I will keep you updated <laughs> on how that goes on how that goes for me but I the more I've been unpacking this the more I wanted to share because I think it's a pretty interesting if I don't say so myself revelation because I think I'm not the only one who's uncovering more of themselves and I'd love to hear if you're also uncovering more of yourself in this way I'd really love to hear it I think it's really interesting so on this fall equinox to bring it back I'm holding this very exciting thing I'm that's not the new version of me but the more authentic version of me and saying okay we've healed this outer onion layer of, of anxiety people-pleasing passivity, dependency, maybe like more codependency. We've peeled back that layer and we're going to leave that behind. We're going to release that. And with that releasing comes a whole new set of issues, <laughs> a whole new set of things to work on. So I'm going to be really present with that layer of the onion. And I think I want to say that too, because healing's super, super not linear. In fact, I think it's more cyclical. Oh no, on The Good Place, um, if you've seen it, they describe, do they describe, oh, they describe time. Um, I forgot what 
the word is but it's like a big big scribble and it like goes it loops all the way around and all this stuff um so i i believe that that's what healing is it's not cyclical it's not linear it's just like all over the place but i feel like it's generally pretty cyclical like we heal something and we're we enjoy that level of healing it integrates it sinks in and then we loop back and sometimes we think like man really like I've already healed you though like why did I not do a good enough job and we can feel confused as to why we're back in that space thinking about those things again but in fact we're just coming back on a deeper level and healing even more intensely we're clearing even more out and I don't know if we ever stop doing that I'll let you know (laughs) I think it if we do stop it's because we've reached like a beautiful state of enlightenment and not many people do that but I'm coming back to an, an, an old wound that's been present for a very, 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 very long time. And I'm able to approach it as my more authentic self, as my more healed self. And it doesn't make it any less painful. It doesn't make it any less painful. I think it's probably going to be painful no matter what. Because wounds always hurt. <laughs> like literal wounds, even if you've healed it, but then you like get a cut on top of it or you peel off the scab um it's gonna hurt right so wounds are always gonna hurt us that's okay it's what we do with that pain and how we hold ourselves in that pain how we show up for ourselves in that pain how we can give ourselves self-care self-soothing self-understanding uh reflection during that pain we we approach it with all these new levels of healing so you know as we go into this universal winter well, not universal, half universal winter, um, if I'm thinking about hemispheres, um, know that you may come across wounds that you thought you healed and know that as you approach them, you're approaching them from a whole new version of yourself. So that wound has to be healed all over again in a whole new way. And it's, it's a bummer. (laughs) I'll be honest, but know that you can do this and know that it's a sign of healing. It's not a sign of regression. It's a sign that you're healed enough to revisit this. Isn't that exciting? Well, it can be exciting and really, really suck (laughs) at the same time. Yeah. Maybe prepare yourself for that. Know what you're releasing. Ask for courage from whatever spiritual team supports you, if you will. And know that you're not alone. Know that we're going to be going through this together. And I'll keep doing, I think I've done a cross-quarter check-in for every every, uh, equinox or every cross-quarter day. So know that I'll be checking in around Halloween for my 100% favorite. Um, And I will talk to you then and before then as well. Uh, Make sure to listen to the episode tomorrow with my best, best, best friend. I'm so excited for you all to meet her. Um, And then next week, this is a solo pod and it's been already 35 minutes or so. Um, But I'll have the main slot next week. So it's going to be my first like official solo episode where I am the guest. (laughs) So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to start opening myself up to and feeling more comfortable doing solo episodes because I think I have a lot to share. I have some wisdom. I have some Hestia wisdom to drop. So I will be doing that more often. So if there's any topics you want to hear more about or you'd like guidance on, 
wisdom around, let me know. You can email me on my website or you can visit my Instagram that I already mentioned or that you can find in the show notes and DM me. Let me know. Slide into my DMs, as the kids say. But until then, have a wonderful fall equinox if you're in the northern hemisphere enjoy this beautiful weird day and enjoy just the changing of weather and maybe the changing of leaves and enjoy the beauty that is around us thank you are you ready to dive deep into your desires your thoughts and your fears Do you want to heal the body while also healing the mind? Are you tired of being seen as symptoms rather than a whole person? If this sounds like you, join me in holistic health coaching. I use a blend of the seen and the unseen, the scientific and the spiritual, the practical with the mystical to help you find healing. Through my work, I blend my practical knowledge and experience in mental health and addiction counseling, assessments, and health coaching with spirituality, ritual, embodiment, and going within. I am not a healer, but rather I am the catalyst that will help you ground and access your innate wisdom as we embark on your healing journey together. A coaching session with me may incorporate embodiment techniques, guided meditation, listening and learning from each other, meeting inner archetypes, assessing attachment styles, utilizing mindfulness, assessing health and lifestyle, incorporating mental health tools, and much more. Go to empoweredspirituality.online to claim your free consultation today.